Thanks to Nolan. Yesterday, I got this in the hallway after the show. Hey, do you live under a rock? Because <laughs> for some reason, we were talking about the uh, drumstick ice cream cones in the, the frozen food aisle. Yes. And when I mentioned them, I couldn't remember that I knew what they were. But sure. then we started talking about it. I went, oh, yeah, the box and it's it's chocolate. Okay. Right. But I just at first I didn't. He goes, let me ask you a question. Do you live under a rock? Everybody in the hallway, bunch of ha-has. You live under a rock. That was his big catchphrase of the day yesterday. I so like thanks, it. Thanks for that, Joe. But uh, I come from a long line of people who live under a rock, who What's live in their mean? own little universe. Why? Because this past weekend, we uh, have lunch with my mother, and she reveals to you that she has never in her life eaten a taco. Oh, yes. What is that? <laughs> How do you go through your entire life never eating a taco? You live under a rock. Seriously. But you, uh, you, you'd probably describe taco as one of your, if not your most favorite food. Yes. I, Italian and Mexican are my two favorite foods. I is taco eat. really Mexican food? Yes. Necessarily think I of mean, it as- not if you go to like ta- Taco Bell. I mean, I like Taco Bell, but I wouldn't Tacos are almost their own thing. You don't have to just go to a Mexican restaurant of- to get tacos. You go anywhere and get yeah, them, you know? They kind of are. They're their own thing, and they have different styles. There's the street tacos. There's the traditional right. tacos. There's Taco Bell tacos. But she had never had any of them. and that, and that even I feel like she must have, and she just didn't realize it. I don't think she did, because she said that she's been to a Mexican restaurant. She likes there's one that in particular that they really like, but every time she goes, she orders a salad. Right. So um, who orders a salad at a Mexican restaurant? Well, I think what? she's there for the margaritas. She is there, and, and let's I be honest, respectable. Like I respect <laughs> that. I really do. I respect. She likes the chips, and I I told her I said if you like the chips, a taco is just a chip folded in half. There's nothing. It's a, it's a big chip. I know uh, anybody that you know gets married. You hope that your your in laws, your family likes you. Yeah, and you. Say this from time to time. You're like, I don't know. I hope hope they like me, yeah. which is ridiculous. Here's a sign that she absolutely loves you. You talked her into eating a taco for the first time. Now, if I told her, she was like, I don't eat that kind of food. Yeah. But no. you talked her into it, and she actually liked it. See, what had happened was <laughs> we went to her favorite Mexican restaurant where she normally yeah. orders a salad. Yeah. I got her a huge margarita, like the size of her face. You loosened her up a little bit. And she was like, okay, I'll try the taco. She had it, and she said... It was not her favorite thing, but she liked it very much. I'm not even sure she has a favorite thing. Well, that's the what margarita's she's her favorite thing. And to her defense, it was not the best taco I'd ever had. It was just, <laughs> actually, I think a Taco Bell taco is better than the taco that we you had. You would never in a million years get her to a fast food place. And that's so. fine. That's fine. I'm not sure. She's trying- the kind of person who goes, why should I go out when I can cook it myself? Right. Here's what was astonishing. After she ate said taco, she said, you know what? I think I can make this, but I'd like to do a make-your-own-taco bar. She wants to spread the taco flavorings all over the table so you can make your own and stuff your own shell. Who's going to be doing that? She she was all into like a fiesta after one taco. So I don't want to say that I changed her life forever, <laughs> but I think I changed her life forever. You just get her talking while she's on the mark. <laughs> That's margarita talk you got going there. You got to do what you got to do. Let me ask you a question. Do you live under a rock? <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 107.1 The Boss. 99.7 FM, anywhere in the free Boss app at 107.1theboss.com. Good morning, America. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Wednesday, July the 13th. It's Wednesday the 13th, 2022. Is anything spooky about that? I don't think so. Just that it's not Friday yet. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty scary. <laughs> Still not Friday yet somehow. Yeah. On the way, we'll do He Said, said. at 7.50. That's always good. Uh, hashtag mom. God, fashion. 
at 7.20 and 9.20. Going to the Celebrity Hotline today, we're going to talk to a child star of the 90s. You remember him from movies like Rookie of the Year and later all the American Pie movies. Now you get a song out with the band Bowling for Soup. You remember oh, them? Oh, yeah. Thomas Ian Nicholas will be joining us in a few. But right now, it's time for Pre-Coffee Thoughts. We do this little something to get us over the hump. Every uh, Wednesday, we have everybody go around the room, just kind of a little stream of consciousness and write down some crazy thoughts. And uh, it's fun to try and guess who may have written what, who mm-hmm. may have written what. Yes. And, uh, you know, just a little something new. Get the mind going first thing in the morning. This is kind of timely. How important do you have to have been to have been assassinated rather than murdered? <laughs> of course, there's horrible, horrible news from Japan this week. Yeah. But it is kind of a funny thing that they only say that about VIPs. Yeah, it's not a murder; it's an assassination. Whether it's a celebrity that you know, there's a or a political person. Yeah, but if someone just gets shot, you it's know, true. Like, I guess uh, I never really thought about that. That the the term is used differently, but it's essentially the same thing. Yeah, and then a strange wow. thing. Yeah, I worry that there'll be some huge event that happens on the day that I die, and nobody will care. Is that what you worry about? I mean, it's something that's in the back of my mind, sure. I mean, even famous people, like, for example, Michael Jackson died same day, Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I guess people talk about it because it's such a crazy coincidence Mm because they're both pretty big stars. But generally, Michael is the one that got all the attention, you know? So you definitely don't want, uh, I mean, never mind something horrible like a murder. You just don't want any big news event happening on the day you die (laughs) because no one's going to be paying it. You're going to be on uh, page B6. I got to be completely honest with you. Never Never crossed your mind. Never crossed my mind. Well. I'm going to be dead. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm like, (laughs) no one's remembering me. What? I mean. You don't want any big milestone in your life to happen on a day where there's something bigger happening, you know? I, I understand. Like, you don't want to get married and everybody on their phone's watching a baseball game, I, you know what I, I mean? I hear you. I do, and that is a little different, but the day that you die, you're not going to know, so why do you care? You're dead. I suppose that's true. <laughs> paying with my plastic debit card leaves a paper trail, but paying with paper money does not. Think oh. about that. Excuse me. Okay. Can I pay cash? <laughs> Really want to sign someone's cast with final warning. You have one week to get the rest of my money. Excuse me. Cash. In cash. (laughs) State Farm wildly overestimates how most people view their neighbors. That's right. Well, they do say like a good neighbor. Like a good neighbor. So we certainly all have an idea of what we want our neighbor to be. an aspiring neighbor. I would feel bad asking my neighbor. It's amazing to me that people ask their neighbors to borrow things. You know, like, it's not uncommon to have someone knock on the door and say, you know, do you have any extra something or other on making a cake? Or to say, I'd like to borrow a lawnmower. At least it didn't used to be uncommon for that. I would feel very funny asking anybody if I could borrow their property. I would even, I think even if I were close to my neighbor, I wouldn't want to borrow a lawnmower or something of value. Because if something happens to it, I'm responsible for it. But... I don't know. I guess if I... Would you I... go to the unit next door and ask them for sugar if you were making a cake and you didn't have all the ingredients or something like that? I wouldn't, personally. Unless, right. I, unless I knew them. If we were... I would ask for an egg or a cup of sugar if I knew our neighbors, but we don't talk to anybody, so... Excuse me. <laughs> you got an egg? I Hey, if I was one short and I needed it, that I, that's easier than, than going to the store. The Bic Company makes two of the most easily lost items, pens and lighters. Very oh, the Bic Company, the yes. Bic, yes. B-I-C. Yes. Ever wonder how many seemingly insignificant decisions you've forgotten all about may have very well <laughs> saved your life? That's kind of a crazy story. It is crazy. <laughs> Ants with no legs kind of look like snowmen. <laughs> poor, little, poor little critters. Why doesn't he have legs? 
feeding ducks bread not only won't provide them with enough nutrition, you're also inadvertently feeding them cooked bird eggs. Speaking of eggs. Oh, geez. That's a horrible thought. I never thought of that. Oh, that's awful. Dancing like a moron is more acceptable than going someplace and dancing in a costume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Somebody shows up dressed like, uh, you know, Carmen Miranda. Yeah. That's going to be a little weirder at the bar than just getting your jiggy on, you know? I told you I have this, I don't know if I would call it a dream, but it's, I, I want to own one of those T-Rex costumes, those yes. inflatable ones, <laughs> and I desperately want to walk around the store in it. I just think there's, every time I see one, it just cracks me up. I really want one, and I just want to see people's reaction when I walk in the door. Yeah. Like if I was just sitting here in the studio in a T-Rex costume. <laughs> Funny with that be? That's when you go and borrow your neighbor's lawnmower. There you go. Get the front lawn dressed Excuse like a, me, sir. Like a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex. Remember snap bracelets? Oh, yeah. They may very well have created an entire generation of dominatrix. This is two days in a row we bring up S&M bondage. Good Lord. What is going on here? I'll pull this car over if I have to. You know you're getting old when waking up becomes a process. Yeah. You got to roll over. You got to sit on the floor, stare at the wall, and wonder about your life choices. It hurts, and everything hurts. Uh, we were talking with the big boss yesterday, and I mentioned it seems like there's a lot of jobs open. Mm-hmm. You know, like it seems like we've got all the ingredients of anybody who wants to work and work in you know, a good economy. Yeah. And yet it seems like nobody does work, and yeah. yet they just they get away with that. And I said, I'm the schmuck that still gets up every morning at 4 o'clock to come in here. And he goes, well, if it weren't for you, what would all those people sitting at home on their ass do? <laughs> Very good point, Bob. Thank, Thank you for that. Thank you. That's what I do is I entertain the lazy masses. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Inching ever closer to another weekend, and here it is, the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Thank you for sending your community events into us. You get an organization doing something for a local charity, for a community group. That's what we share them all right here on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Go to Robbie and Rochelle on Facebook or at 1071theboss.com on our page. Shoot us a little message or text us, 774-4444. Did you know you were smack dab in the middle of New Brunswick Restaurant Week 2022? Oh. Goes on now through the 24th. That seems like more than a week. I could be wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> Diners who eat out five times during the restaurant week at participating establishments enter for a chance to win New Brunswick gift certificates from local restaurants. For a list of participating restaurants, check out newbrunswick.com. Wildwood Christmas in July golf cart parade is happening. This is kind of fun every year. July 23rd, we are watching uh, a previous golf cart parade on Facebook. It gets going at 10 o'clock in the morning. Parade includes Boardwalk, Pacific Avenue. Then you get craft and food vendors, music on site, wildwoodnj.org for all the info. The Pity Project's third annual Breed Love Not Dogs motorcycle run. Aww. This is for pit bulls when they say Pity Project. Yes. So it's, it's Pity i.e. not why. Right. It's happening this Saturday, 9 o'clock at Shoreline Harley. Catered barbecue, lunch buffet, raffles, beer, wine, music, all proceeds go directly to the Pity Project. It's the Pity. That's P-I-T-T-I-E dot com for the details on that one. We got the big announcement yesterday that Bruce is coming back to play here in Jersey for the first time in Almost a decade. I think it's six or seven years or something like that. Wow. We got a we got a bunch of Bruce events on the way, including Springsteen on Sunday Live. We got the Bruce Claws. The Blue Claws become the Bruce Claws. And Tom is hosting all of those, our own Springsteen guru. You want some more information on all the stops of the Boss Roadies on tour? Go to 1071theboss.com. Click station events and community events. And there you are. Just a couple things we thought you needed to know this morning. This is pretty good. Condi Nast has released a list of complaints, real complaints that travel agents... Say they have uh, gotten from dissatisfied customers. 
Oh, okay. It's kind of an amazing thing. And I'm not poo-pooing it at all. I'm just surprised that in this day and age, we can go on Priceline and do all these kind of things yourself, that a travel agent is still a lucrative business. But apparently it is. Yeah. So far be it for me, because I guess I really don't know what I'm talking about. But I would... I wouldn't think necessarily to go and have somebody, because remember, it used to be this novel thing to get on a plane, right, wear right. a suit and tie. It was like this very fancy, formal, you know, once in a lifetime kind of thing. You go on a big trip around the world on mm-hmm. Pan Am or something like that. But now anybody can go online and just book himself a flight like it's nothing. And there's all these, uh, you know, there's circus airlines, all these, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's a lot easier to travel than it used to be. Because people used to go to a travel agent because they would know who to call and how to book your flight and get your hotel. But now you do everything online. You can, but I will say I have booked a trip through a travel agent. And, and they do is, a great job, it's right? It's fabulous. And usually they find you a better deal. I, I love searching for travel deals. I travel a lot, yeah. but not big trips. So when you're going on a cruise, or you're doing an all-inclusive or something where you're trying to, you've got a schedule to go do an excursion while you're there, you go to the travel agent. They have hookups at every resort and they can automatically, they, once you get there, everything's done. And that's what you want when you're on vacation. You don't want to have to deal with the stress. So if you're going to pay to go on the vacation, you might as well use the travel agent and let them book it too. I guess that's a good point is they've got hookups that the general public yeah. would not be aware of necessarily. And they know schedules, they know specials, they know the, the right time to go. They know the insurance that you need. I mean, because it can be it can be really confusing if you're doing a whole trip, not just a flight somewhere with a hotel. I bet they get access to those fast passes at all the theme parks. Probably, those, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I think I've mentioned before when I was a kid, we used to go every year to Florida. Mm-hmm. So inevitably, we do a day at Disney World, and it was just. You know, it was, it was no big deal. Right. But now you look and it's these mobs of people. Yeah. You got to pay the extra money or else you spend your whole damn day standing in line, right. you know? Right, It's not even worth it. <laughs> so these are real complaints that travel agents say they have gotten from dissatisfied customers. Just goes to show you that people are kind of stupid, I guess. Okay. <laughs> is the, I'm just going to read the comments as they are. Okay. Uh, the hotel should not allow topless sunbathing on their beach. It was very distracting for my husband. I just wanted to relax. <laughs> Down, boy. Down. I get it. <laughs> uh, listen, I have been to a resort where they allowed this, okay? Uh-huh. And it's never the people that you would want to see, okay? Mm-hmm. It's disgusting old European men <laughs> walking around with their testicles hanging out, sure, okay? Sure, sure. It is never sexy, good-looking people of either gender, all right? It's also just an awkward thing. Like, I... I get the tan line situation. I really do get that. But if you're at a resort and you're you're totally tired, di- I mean, it's just kind of awkward. You're next to somebody you don't know. And I don't know. We went to and- a European-owned hotel on one of my trips to Florida. Yeah. And and the, the pool was anything goes. Really? So, there were, so you were with your family? I was with my sister. My oh, sister and okay. I went on a trip together. Okay. And we're just sitting there, you know. <laughs> That's very awkward. We got the uh, the suntan oil on our nose, and we're sitting there having a little mojito. Yeah. And here comes this old guy with gray hair, and he's stark naked walking around. Well, I mean, I grant you, there might have been a couple of younger people, but generally, uh-huh. you feel as if this is an opportunity for the homeliest amongst us to go, look at what God gave me. You know, you know? what I think it is? I think you reach a certain point in your life when you just don't give a shit anymore. You just don't. You're it's like, fine. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying any, I'm not trying to be ageist at all. No, I know. It wasn't that. It was that this guy was old and ugly, okay? <laughs> I mean, he had, a, he had a nose like a bird, okay? He looked I, like an eagle. You know what, though? Good for him. Good for him. You do your vacation like you want to do it. I guess. <laughs> On the trip to India that you booked me, I was disgusted to find that every restaurant served food with curry. I thought I specifically said I don't like spicy food, <laughs> which is fine, but I mean, you went to India. That is one of their specialties. Oh, people love complaining. I love that. <laughs> On the holiday you booked me to Spain, I had a problem with taxi drivers. None of them spoke English. Everyone spoke Spanish. (laughs) 
<laughs> These are real complaints to travel agents after a trip. America. <laughs> Now, excuse me, do you do you know how to get to Alabama from here? Come on. You booked me an excursion to a water park, but no one told us that we'd have to bring our own swimsuits and towels. We assumed it would just be included for the extravagant price. I can't with people. We'll just jump in naked. I can't. I was just naked at the pool. I guess I'll jump in over here, too. The beach at the resort you sent us was too sandy. We had to clean everything when we returned to our room. Too much sand. <laughs> I love. It was too sandy. They must send out like a questionnaire or something, and this is what they get back: too much sand. Too sandy. I am not making these up. These are absolutely real. There's another one about sand. We found the sand was not like the sand in the brochure picture. <laughs> the brochure that you gave us that sold my wife and I on the resort was white as snow. This was more yellow. Oh my god! Other people peeing in the sand. <laughs> I love. On it. my recent vacation to Puerto Vallarta. The uh, lazy local shopkeepers close in the afternoons. <gasps> wow. I needed to buy things. <laughs> this should be banned. <laughs> it should be banned. Like it's the travel agent's fault. <laughs> How dare you take a break, good sir. I enjoyed the vacation, but on the boat ride that you booked for my family and I, the children are very scared. You did not tell us there would be many fish in the water. <laughs> the brochure for the Airbnb... Said this was a fully equipped kitchen. Not true. Not an egg slicer to be found in the drawers. I like eggs every morning for breakfast. An egg slicer? I don't even know what that is. An egg slicer? It took us nine hours to fly home from Jamaica to England. It took the Americans that sat next to us next to us only three hours to get home. That seems awfully unfair. <laughs> I don't think you understand time differences here. <laughs> All right, this might be my favorite one. You booked us at a resort, and for the prices, I thought it was outrageous that when I compared the one-bedroom suite that we got to the three-bedroom suite that you booked for our friends, our room was significantly smaller. Can't make it up. Amazing. Actual complaints to travel agents. That makes me want to be a travel agent so I can respond back to these people. You just can't fix stupid. You know what they say. Amazing. These might be the kind of people you tell them COVID is just still get everything closed. Just stay home, okay? (laughs) I'll tell you what, yesterday we did something that we don't typically do, and that was have lunch and have lunch at a uh, fast food place Uh, or a chain place. A chain place. I don't know if I'd consider it fast food. Stopped in and uh, got us a couple of uh, sandwiches. Yeah. Because yesterday at Subway, uh, at all their locations in the morning at 10 o'clock to uh, before lunch, 10 to noon, Mm -hmm. uh, what are they doing? Uh, They've got 12 new Variety yeah, they or introduced so. 12 new subs for the first time in I don't even know how long. And listen, they... Subway is not advertising. No, this is not no, no, uh, no. This is not us uh, being spokespeople. It just so happened that we heard that they were doing this. Yeah. And the first 50 people yesterday between 10 and noon as publicity, they were doing free subs. Mm-hmm. And you said, you see the thing about Subway? I said, no, I said, they're doing free subs. Yeah. You want a sub? I said, yeah, I'm <laughs> It's hungry. a free sub. I'm hungry. I do a, a sub. Because for us, 10 o'clock, we get off the air. It's, it's pretty close to lunchtime. We've been up for six hours at that point. Right. It's, it's I'm and I generally uh, have very little, if anything, in the morning, so mm-hmm. I, was, I was pretty hungry. So mm-hmm. I said, yeah, sub would be just fine. So you run over there, and lo and behold, uh, you're one of the first 50 people. So you're going to get us a couple of free subs. These go for what, about eight and seven bucks a piece? Depending on what you get, yeah. This is a nice sandwich yeah, for they free. Don't, they don't and again, do... they're not asking us to, no, to hype no, no, them or anything. No, so please don't. don't think that this is a commercial. It is not. So it's funny. We uh, get in line. And I usually just wait in the car, but I figure, well, I'll keep you company because there's starting to be a big, long line. Mm -hmm. We get in there, we hear that the radio station is playing. Yeah. So that's kind of exciting. It was. And it's a subway location not far from where we are, so they know who they are, and they're getting a little (laughs) shout-out here, and I hope they're listening right now. 
but we <laughs> there's just two poor kids working behind the counter. Yeah. And of course, there's this big crowd starting there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be rough for these guys. They got a long morning ahead of them. Right. And, and then, beyond that, every sub that they're making is a new sub. So it's not something that they're used yeah. to making all the time. And they have all of these, you know, they have just the tuna sub or the turkey sub or whatever. And the then standards, you add your, yeah. they You add what you want. These ones are, they're specific. So they have like, so these poor kids. Kept so it takes a the, minute to make them as it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But the funny part, we get up to the counter there and the thing is going. And just as we get up there and say, hey, can we get a, uh, you know, we're reading the board. We're going to, and let's get the thing with the meatballs. There's one called the boss. It's got a Meep the meatballs. Well, yeah, and it's not named after the station. No, but it is is called the boss. I just feel the need to keep saying this is not a commercial. (laughs) It's not a commercial. But as we're talking to them, I mean, when I project, I talk. I mean, I think there are some people that that do this that, that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is how I talk. Right. So I'm saying, can I please have with the meatball and uh, like extra cheese? Yes, I would love some extra cheese. Just at that moment, because they get the radio station on, and I'm not going to say anything and make a spectacle out of myself. You hear us come on and go, hey, we're Robbie and Rochelle, blah, blah, blah. We're talking. It was a promo for our show. Right. And and the lady stopped for a second and she looked back and forth and an eyebrow raised and I went, yeah, it's us. (laughs) And then I felt bad about going to get a free sandwich. Why did you feel bad? It's I don't know free because someday. I think because they kind of I, they figure you guys are big time. And no, here, they and, don't. And here you are. No, they don't. Making sure you're first in line to get a free sub. It made me. It made <laughs> they me, must not know. Made what, me feel like a weasel. They must not know what we get paid then. Okay, because it's not. It's just we could use the free sub. Well, yeah. Everybody, who couldn't use who a free couldn't sub? Use a free. It doesn't matter if you're a millionaire. Free is free. But it just made me feel funny that here I am. In line where there are other people more deserving of a free sub than me. Why are they more deserving? Well, that's just the way it made me feel. Why? So I, I a said free, it was free to everybody who got their butt to the location between twelve and noon. And the first fifty people, everybody is deserving. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. Now, normally, if I go into a place like that, I, I wouldn't necessarily think to leave a tip. Yeah. And sometimes they have a tip jar. Sometimes mm-hmm, they don't mm-hmm. at these kind of you know sandwich shop or coffee shop. <laughs> But I said, we, we got to leave a tip because yeah. now they know who we are. Right. We're going to look like jerks if we come in here for a free sandwich. We're first in line to get something for free. Get our hand out. <laughs> who we, cares? We've got to leave them a tip. And you went, I don't have any cash. Yeah. No, I use it on the tolls. So then I, <laughs> then I take my sandwich and I just say, uh, I... And this is the worst feeling where you go, I don't have any cash for a tip. And they're like, oh, well, that's okay. I'm like, thanks for listening. <laughs> I just walk away slowly eating my meatball sub. Well, again. What I a weasel I am. You're not a weasel. It was a free promo. Just like when we ask our listeners to come and we give them a shirt, are they weasels? No. They're oh, no, they're absolutely weasels. Stop it. No, Those are exactly the people no, that are weasels. No, it's not. <laughs> free is free. There, There's something wrong with you if you're not okay with that. We had to go there and get it. It's not like it was delivered. It's not like we asked for it for free because we're on the radio. That would be a weasel move. We went. We stood in line. Yeah. We were with. There was a nurse in front of us. It doesn't matter what you do. Well, thank God I didn't spill any of the marinara sauce on my shirt. That's the only thing that could have made that situation more <laughs> awkward and uncomfortable for me. All right. Thanks, Subway. By the way, all of this will sound wholly familiar to Joseph P. Nolan because the last three times we've we've gone somewhere, I I mysteriously have no wallet. Yeah, well, that's all right. <laughs> That's all right. I expect it from now. Now, I mean, you know, it's not like it's a, even a thing anymore. Well, the, the next time it is on me, I promise. Uh-huh. Right. Promise, that's what promise. you said the last two I times. So. <laughs> it, it's, it is really true. But kind of on a sandwich kick. I've had a sandwich every day really? for the last uh, week or so, and I'm not usually even a person eats lunch. Or Rochelle's got me eating subs every day. I'm a little obsessed with them. So, you know, where's a good sandwich place? Yep. Is uh, right on 35 in uh, I don't know. It's it's right you know right along the beach there. Yeah. It's called La Salas. Mm. Okay. 
and they make it's it's like this market deli market meat place you know like butcher it's phenomenal mm. great sandwiches along there great bread the whole sh- thing i'm sure they're just fine but the bet they ain't no joe leone's i'm telling you right now <laughs> i never had a sandwich like that anywhere else in my life at joe leone's oh yeah yeah. You go in there and get this, get it made fresh right there at the counter. It's fantastic. That place is a machine, though. You walk in there and it's just, it's incredible how <laughs> people waiting online, getting this door line out that door. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you ever go by there at the holidays? Oh yeah, oh yeah, madhouse, absolutely, mad, absolutely insane. I just want to point insane. out that uh, we're not being paid for any of this. <laughs> no, these are not at all. We just happen to like Joe and Subway and all these places. <laughs> all these places, everywhere. <laughs> we're just a bunch of pigs that like to go out to eat lunch every day. That's so. right. We go eat everywhere. That's yeah. A, that's all this is about. <laughs> not a commercial, okay? No, not at all. Not at all. And we pay for everything we get, too. So yes, we do. Except, except, except for the free sub we got yesterday. Right, we get the free sub. <laughs> or when I go out with the Nolans. That's right. Right, we'll out of, of, of a free sub that, and then stiff the kid without giving him a tip. <laughs> I didn't stiff him. I didn't have any cash. I didn't think yeah. of that. Kid makes three dollars an hour. Robbie doesn't give him an extra buck. Uh. You know, I like uh, politics. I was reading some statistics here, some polling data, and sixty-four percent of those who identify as Democrats say that they don't want the president Biden to run again oh, in twenty twenty-four. Really? Interesting. And the number one reason they cite is because they think he's just too old. <laughs> Now, I'm not making fun, and I'm not even talking about the job he's done. That's your opinion, how you think he's done or hasn't done. Yeah. But these likely voters, people that are likely to support someone like him, a Democratic candidate, say they, they don't want him to run. Uh-huh. Not because of anything else other than the fact that they think him being 82 mm-hmm. will just be too old. I understand that. And I, I understand that, too. Yeah. And it got me thinking that there probably are a lot of jobs where you really don't want somebody who's well into their 80s doing the job anymore. <laughs> like, for example, if you needed to bring the car in, get the brakes done, you want an yeah. 82-year-old mechanic? I know, and listen, I know some people are more spry than others when you get to be 82. I, no, I, that, that wouldn't bother me, no. As long as they're up for the task, obviously they have a lot of a lot of knowledge and know-how to do it, then I don't care how old well, listen, you are. Well, he certainly thinks he's up to the task of being president. Well, you know, I... So how do you know if someone, when they're 82, is really capable of doing the y- job You anymore? don't, only they know. So if they think that they're up to it, then you have to just trust that they're up to it. If I have a mechanic who's 82 who says, I've been working on cars for 60 years, I can do this in my sleep. All right, here you go. How about a gyno? Sure. Man or woman, 82 years old, you want them all up in there? Sure. I don't know if I will. I don't know how I'd feel about going to a physician who's that old because you figure no matter how good you are and no matter how focused and how much uh, how well you take care of yourself, you are bound to be less in control of your functions at 82 than you were at sure. 52. I hear you. I do hear you on that. But I think especially if you're doing an important job, something yeah. that's really important. You're smart enough to know when it's time to be done. Like if you're a doctor and you're performing surgery and you're having trouble seeing. Yeah. It's probably time to be done, and I would hope that for your patient's sake, you would say, okay, I need to be done doing this, but if I still want to work, I can teach or I mean, I've been whatever. thinking about this with musicians lately. We went to see uh, Brian Wilson the other night, yeah. and a man's been yeah. through a lot. I get that, but he's also 80 years old, mm-hmm. and even if he was in better health, which clearly he's had some health issues over yeah. the years, 80 is, that's a rough deal, even as a young man, to be on the road, and you're in that- But uh, he wants to. You're so on that tour are... bus, and you're going from city to city, and you're on stage for two hours with the hot lights, and I the people you. all want to meet you. I mean, that's that's- tough. I hear you, and I, I don't think that when I turn 80, I would still want to be working. I don't think so. But if that's how he feels and he's up to doing it, no one's forcing him to do that. Right. He, I mean, he can just sit on stage and he gets a standing ovation. Who doesn't want that? What if it had to do with the kids? <laughs> would you trust someone who is 82 if they were going to, uh, you know, build a car, build, you know, do something that would that could potentially endanger the 
safety of the children again, or of your mother. Again, if they are up to the task and they feel like they can safely do but it. But how do we know that? But I, I don't know. Only they know. But yeah. sure, I would rather have someone with a lot of experience than no experience. That's that's just how I feel. Well, I, I mean, I guess that's true. I guess I would uh, rather hire somebody with thirty years experience as opposed to a day of experience. I got even a, if uh, they are younger, who cares? That doesn't mean that they're they're better. I got a friend of mine. I don't really know him, but we just know each other online. He used to be a radio guy, but now he works in television. And he uh, happened to be on set. Got the opportunity to talk to uh, Bob Barker the last time he oh, went yeah. out. And he went out maybe five or six years ago. He's like 92. Mm-hmm. And he did the first segment, surprised everybody. The yeah. price is right. And he told everybody backstage, he goes, thank God I only agreed to do a little surprise because I couldn't make it through a whole episode anymore. What? So I think that goes right. to show you what a pro Bob Barker is, that he knows he can't do what he did 30 years ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think somebody who is experienced at what they're doing and had has done it a long time is probably smart enough to know when... I need to be done or this needs to be enough or I can only come back and I can, you know, see my one patient and I can't perform surgery or I can go out for the performance, but I can only do a song. You know what? I I think you should run for president and I'll tell you why, (laughs) because everything you're saying here is so vague. It could be taken either way. You are the definition of a politician, my you friend. Think so? Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. I am smart enough to know that I do not want that What job. I'm going to say about this and that is the thing that we say there when we talk about that. And that's why we talk about it, my friends. Well, I'll take it as a compliment, but I don't want the job. So thank you very much. All right. Time for hashtag mom. Now, there's a tough job. Yeah. And there's a, I'll tell you what. I mean, you're, how many grandmas take care of the little kids while mom yeah. goes to work and that sort of thing? And there's no break. That is maybe the and toughest you, job there is at 82. And you can't say no. Well, you can. <laughs> you can. And grandmas do, let me tell you. <laughs> Send them into as we share them every day, 720 and 920 like this. Fanny Moon said, my six-year-old just said, this is the best meal ever, while shoveling a half a cup of sour cream into her mouth with a corner of a tortilla chip. Well, nothing wrong with that. Best meal ever. Can't disagree with that. At Avocado Toast and Coffee said, 90% of parenting young children is wondering if the leak in the house, if there's a leak in the house or if your kids just wash their hands. <laughs> I guess it could be worse. It could be worse. Nina Thompson said, if you think Lord of the Flies couldn't happen, you clearly never seen a group of seven-year-olds go after a pinata. We've talked about Lord of the Flies and mom confessions <laughs> many times. Yes, we have. <laughs> we do them every morning right here, 720 and 920. Hashtag mom. Confessions. Send one in, you might hear yours. Let's go over to the Celebrity Hotline. Now, you would consider yourself to be a 90s movie connoisseur, right? Some of your favorites. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, yeah. American Pie, yes. 1 through 33. He's in all of them. <laughs> he's in a band as well. He's working with uh, several bands anyhow. Thomas Ian Nicholas. Well, Thomas, thanks for making some time. Boy, I got to tell you, this new song is, uh, it's kind of a, re- well, I guess it is a reimagining of the 1985 song from Bowling for Soup, 1999. It is, uh, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, it, you know, people that grew up uh, with your movies, Rookie of the Year and American Pie, kind of takes you back to that whole era. So I, I didn't even know you were a singer. So how did all this come about? I mean, I'm, I'm currently writing for my uh, my seventh album. And I've actually written a brand new song with Jarrett Reddick, the lead singer of Bowling for Soup. Yep. As well as Ace Enders, the early November. I'm going to be writing with lit and uh the dangerous summer and the plain white tees um so you know i've been doing it for a while but i'm kind of i'm kind of a diy artist working with bowling for soup uh, you know has has is probably one of the highlights one of the biggest things that i've done to date in my music career i mean that's a killer band right there so you're in a fantastic company no doubt about that absolutely yeah i mean we were both actually on a uh, a blues traveler album in 2015 called blow up the moon bowling for soup wrote two songs on it and I wrote one 
Ironically, though, Jarrett and I never met. We only met in December of last year when we did a, uh, a movie podcast for American Pie. And that was after it brought back all the feels where the uh, idea was incepted. And Jarrett goes, you know, we should sing 1985 with American Pie lyrics. And here we are with 1999. <laughs> hey, you've got Tom Higginson, who people remember from Plain White Tees, had that big song, uh, Hey There, Delilah, working with you on this. Uh... Yeah, we've been friends for, for a few years. He's on that uh, that Blues Traveler album as well. Okay. So, it's, uh, you know, all, all lines point to Blues Traveler? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but hey, listen, Jersey's own uh, Blues Traveler. We love him here. I think they uh, they formed in Princeton, if uh, memory serves correct. So, uh, take me back to uh, take me back to the night. What is your your biggest memory of the nineties? It all seemed like a blur because, of course, you weren't living the regular life then. I mean, you're doing movie after movie. But do you have something that sticks out when you think back on that period in your life? Um, I mean, I have great memories of that time. I mean, I started playing music and guitar in ninety four. So, um, <laughs> which you know, it, it's a lot of woodshedding. Um, I mean, I had started the uh, my first success in the in the film industry, big success, I should say, was uh, Rookie of the Year when I played. Hand, hand, re, re, row, row, hand. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's funny you do a line uh, or you, you bring back a, a memory from uh, one of your films. We had, uh, I, I assume as your buddy, we had Sean William Scott on not that long ago. And uh, we talked him into doing a couple of Stifler lines. And boy, he lit up like a Christmas tree. I thought he might be sick of doing it, but uh, he loved it. I mean, I, I think I feel the same way. I'm very grateful for the success of those films and, and the doors that it's opened and the opportunities that it's given me. I, I'm, I'm just very thankful. You must be kind of shocked, I mean, because I imagine, especially when you're making the first one, you think it's just kind of a goofy comedy, but it has become a classic kind of like, you know, Animal House and, you know, Blues Brothers and that kind of a goofball comedy. It's really right up there. It must be kind of amazing to you all these years later, people, you know, tell you how it, it helped form their teenage years, right? I, I definitely wouldn't have imagined that at this point it would be a, I guess, close to a $2 billion franchise. So I know a lot of people are, are hoping that we do a fifth one, and I know Universal is circling the idea so hopefully they'll uh come to terms with that and we'll get to you know revisit everyone again yeah uh, do you guys all i mean i know they asked this like the full house guys do you guys hang out at all you know i've done a lot of events because i do in, in and amongst touring and producing films uh i do a lot of meet and greet events and comic-con so i've done events with tara and shannon and mina and chris um and so you know and i've often like called and talked to or I know that Eddie Kay, who played Finch, lives in uh, in New Jersey, so we yep. talked recently. You know, I don't I don't keep in touch with everyone all the time. I've got two kids, so in my free time, well, there really is no free time. Um, <laughs> but I do talk to them every once in a while. I'll bet you'd be more apt to play your music for the kids rather than let them see some of those movies until they're a little bit older. Am I right? I've seen Rookie of the Year in a kid in King Arthur's Court, but I will never show them America. <laughs> they're my kids. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. Uh, now, you got a show coming up here uh, in the, the city, right across the water at the Brooklyn Bowl on the 30th. And I see on your roster here that uh, you might have a, a show the night before at Atlantic City, but it's still TBA. Do we know if the Atlantic City date is happening? Uh, well, I'm going out to Atlantic City for uh, the Nationals baseball convention that TriStar is putting on. So okay. I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday doing meet and greets. And then, yeah, on Saturday, I'm rolling down to Brooklyn uh, I don't know that they want me to talk about it because it's Emo Night Brooklyn. I'm doing a guest DJ spot, but I'm also going to be performing the song 1999 live. Um, so I, I might have let the cat out of the bag. Sorry, Emo Night Brooklyn. I 
couldn't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> well, I'm just causing all kinds of trouble here. Uh, and again, the song is a lot of fun. Great to meet you, man. Thank you again for your time, Thomas. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I had no idea as we were going into that that he had been doing <laughs> albums since 1994. I just, I thought he was just the guy from American Pie, but also didn't know I wasn't supposed to. I got his whole tour roster from his manager. He's like, oh, I guess I'm not supposed to mention that, so I apologize for both of those things. <laughs> yeah, well, well done. <laughs> Way to prepare. Seems like a Way nice to kid. Go. Thomas oh, Ian and nice Nicholas. kid. Nice kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe, you haven't seen any of those American Pie movies, have you? Mm, I'm proud to say no. <laughs> yeah, they're a little, uh, little raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit there. Yeah, no, I, it, it, that's not my kind of thing. You know, I'm not a, I don't like movies like that, to be honest with you. <laughs> what nah, is your favorite, talk, what's your favorite my movie? My favorite yeah. of all time? Yeah, I don't think I've ever you this, yeah. And I, you know what? And I know this is not in the demographic at all, but I love Casablanca. Oh, okay. That's a classic. There's yeah, nothing wrong with I that. Can, I can sit and watch Casablanca over and over and over and over again. I love it. Yeah. It's such a great movie. Would you believe that on one of our very first dates, Rochelle and I went to see it on uh, an IMAX screen? Yeah. You know, I've never seen it in a movie theater. You should. It's it's uh, amazing. Yeah, I can't even imagine how yeah. cool it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. And I don't know what they do to that old film, but boy, it looked uh, crisp. And yes, mm -hmm. it's still black and white, but it just looked great up on the big screen. Uh, oh, they could never colorize that. I would. I would. I'd. I'd start protesting. <laughs> No, it wasn't colorized when we saw it. No, it was no. black and white, yeah. for the, but they do yeah. look like they remastered it or something, because you would think it would yeah, look uh, kind of grainy up there on the big IMAX screen, but it looked great, so. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, I, I gotta, I gotta, what do you call it, pay attention to that and see if it's around anymore mm -hmm. again. Yeah, we do, uh, we do a double date with you if you guys want to go see that again. That's <laughs> that's one of my favorites. Nothing wrong with Casablanca. Bogey is the you man. You know what? One of my problems is, though, is that is that my wife gets very bored at old movies very quickly. Uh, oh, for God's sakes. I know. It's Tell terrible. her we'll sneak the little bottles in. It'll make it more fun. Yeah, just let her up first and you'll be all set. <laughs> yeah, get her all liquored up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like the Rochelle was telling the story of my mother with the margaritas. She'll eat anything. You know? That's right. That's right. <laughs> just fine. Yeah, get her to the Fridays before and just get her all There you go. Up. Maybe we'll go, see, uh, we'll go see Thomas Ian Nicholas in concert because apparently he's been a musician for 28 years. And I didn't. <laughs> apparently. I didn't multiple know. Multiple albums out. Yeah, no. Well, hey. Nobody told Sorry. me. Well, then that's their fault, clearly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, oh, please stay in touch with us. You can do it anytime. 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page. Just look for our picture. Find us on any of your favorite social media sites. Wherever you get your podcast should pop right up. We're also streaming on demand right on the website or through our Boss app, which is real easy. So thanks for keeping up, staying in touch. We love to say hi. <laughs> Time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories without you needed to know. Be in the hi. note number five to number one. Hi. It's called false sincerity. Hi. Number five. Art Collective in New York is selling popsicles shaped like the heads of Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, and a couple other billionaires for a limited time. This is the artist. His name is Ferris Wheel J. We need the rich, y'all. We got Bill Gates. We got Jack Ma, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, and the most popular Elon Musk. Let's I'll tell you what, I would uh, love to have me a Jeff Bezos popsicle. I'd bite that head off. <laughs> I would make my week, let me tell you. What a strange thing to do. On the other hand, I always feel bad when I'm eating the bunny ears, you know, at Easter. Yeah, because you, you don't want to eat the bunny's yeah, bunch, ears. Man. And we, we still got some of those peeps in the fridge, yeah. even as we, <laughs> we speak. We still have those.
You know what you do is you inject them a little vodka and you put them in the freezer. That's a great idea. Yeah, I should be on the damn Food Network. Oh my gosh, know? that's a great idea. I know it is. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh. Number four, there's a new study that shows 58% of people have trouble remembering a new person's name when they meet them about half of the time. Mm. On top of that, a third have trouble remembering a new person's face. Really? In other words, I've met you. I don't remember meeting you. Then I, I've met you. I know you're familiar, but I don't know your name. Yeah. Here's a little trick that I do. This might be more ingenious than my little vodka trick here. Okay. So if you don't remember somebody's name, you introduce them to somebody else, and then you say, hey, this is, uh, I wanted you two to meet, and right. then you pause, and you wait for the two of them to introduce themselves to each other. Then you go, oh, oh that's, that's very smart. That's John, and that's Bill. Okay, that's now I got it. That's very smart. See, I'm, I am good with faces. I am horrible with names. Yeah. Hor- I'll meet you 10 times, and I still don't know your name. I don't mean to. <laughs> I really don't. It's not that I don't want to remember. Just what, for whatever reason, I get this mental block with names, and I, I can't. So that's a really, really great tip. No, it is uh, It is definitely a thing where you say to yourself, all right, I'm going to remember the name, and then you go blank. Horrible. You got nothing. I'm horrible with names. Just follow <laughs> us on the social. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta remember who we are. Though. Yeah. Number three, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know him. You love him. He'll be the first ever Master of Ceremonies for Shark Week on Discovery Channel, <laughs> which is kicking off on Sunday the twenty fourth. It's the thirty fourth annual Shark Week. I didn't really? realize Discovery Channel's been around that long, but apparently it is. How many sharks did we say we needed? A lot. <laughs> How many sharks we got? A lot. Is he fishing for sharks? Well, probably. What, what was that? He just scoop them on up. <laughs> he just picks them up with his arm. Man, you know, I, I would rest easier every day knowing that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is running the country. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Really? Yeah. Like if he was the president or the commander of whatever, I, I would feel better about myself, about my country, and about <laughs> the world as a whole knowing that The Rock is on the case. That's fair. That's a fantastic man right there. <laughs> What can I say except you're welcome? God bless him. Number two, there's a new seven-part documentary coming out about Derek Jeter. It's called The Captain, because of course it is. Mm-hmm. This will be on ESPN. What's Derek about? What's he really like? The job is to get a headline, and I wasn't going to give it to him. You know, it's so funny to me. He's like 40-something years old, and he's already you know one of the elder statesmen of baseball. It's just kind of crazy how fast your career goes, unless you're Tom Brady. Right. Just how fast your career goes away. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't played for years and years now. You think back, his glory days are late 90s. Were they really? Was and the guy's already ago? past his prime. Like, what does he do with himself, you know? <laughs> He keeps, yeah. keeps making money. He just keeps counting his cash. That's right. <laughs> Walking around going, I don't know if you know this. I'm, I'm Derek Jeter. I used right. to, I'm, I'm the captain. I don't, know right. if, I don't know if you know this. <laughs> well, the bottom line is none of that is my problem. Nope. Bonus story for you. When's the last time you reached out to an old friend just because? Well, a study by the University of Pittsburgh found that we underestimate just how much people appreciate hearing from an old friend, an acquaintance, even a business associate out of the blue. Now, listen. I felt the need to mention this because yesterday I got a couple of text messages people saying I was a whiner and a complainer because uh-huh. I was talking about how much my feet hurt uh, walking to the venue. We went up to the PNC Bank Art Center. Yes. And they were saying, all you do is complain. I don't know how Rochelle puts up with you. Fair. Fair. But I bring this up because, uh, you know, I'd like to soften my image a little bit and point out that I am absolutely the kind of person. If you call me, if you send me a message, it might take me a day. I will get back you to are. you. Even if I don't want to catch up, I will take the time. You do. And spend 20 minutes on the phone with people I worked with 20 years ago. You do. Because that's the kind of guy I will write a note when you get a new mm-hmm. job. I will wish you congratulations when you retire. I am that person. You, so I'm, I'm not really as bad are. as you think I am is what I'm trying to say. I, no, you're not bad. And you are absolutely. If someone sends you an email, you absolutely have to send them an email back right away. If sure. they call you, you'll stop what you're doing and pick up the phone. 
think- Once again, of course, false sincerity. <laughs> you do. You are that person. You're you are a good friend. Not you, as bad as you thought I not- was. Okay, softening my image. You just whine a little bit about it. It's like it. a PR campaign to kind of fix <laughs> people's impression of me because I think it's not the fair one. Uh-huh. I'm actually a wonderful guy. You are a wonderful Hi. guy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Number one, we were talking about volcanoes a couple of days ago. I think. Listen to this. There's a 23 year old U.S. resident that is visiting Italy and uh, climb beyond the uh, barriers where they let you go on the tour on Mount Vesuvius, which, of course, the volcano took out Pompeii, you know, the famous historical event. Now, it has not erupted since 1944, so I'm not sure he was in any imminent danger, although they do still consider it to be an active volcano site. But he and his family got charged with trespassing because they they went beyond where you're supposed to go there, and he's taking a selfie of himself. (laughs) Best pro pick ever, bro. If you're gonna, I'm in a volcano. Yes. If you're going to climb the volcano and you're going to go over the where you're not supposed to trespass, I do think that you need to take a selfie. I think it's necessary. So if you're going to break the law, you might as well have I a picture to prove it. Exactly. Exactly. OJ Simpson's like, well, darn, why didn't I oh, think of gosh. that? Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh, Good thing I just softened my age. And a bonus bonus story. Study from WalletHub found the most stressed cities in America. Number one, Cleveland. Okay. Followed by Gulfport, Mississippi. Interesting. Your hometown of Detroit is on the list. That's fair. New York City down at number 44. And Newark at number 22. People in Newark look around and went, oh my God, we're Newark. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. You are not the (laughs) fire. Wednesday, world famous celebrity birthday fell. Someone, sometimes you just got to do one that makes you laugh, okay? (laughs) Ken Jung. He's 53. You remember him from The Hangover, yes. and he's on that Mass Singer show. It's funny because he's fat. <laughs> oh, oh. Harrison Ford, Cheech, Richard Cheech Marin from Cheech and Chong, 76 today. Patrick Stewart, he's 82. Wow. Man, he's he's got another Star Trek show, right? He's back as uh, Picard. Picard, yeah. Today is National French Fry Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's funny because he's fat. Figure looking good, ain't it? Hi. That's a way to make friends right there. <laughs> French fries for everybody. It's funny because he's fat. That's a funny movie right there. Is that just kind of movie? No, that's another one I guess no. you have not seen. You've not seen American no. Pie. You've not seen no. any of the Hangover movies. No. I'm telling you, they are pretty funny. And he is, oh, I'm sure they are. I he just, is hilarious you know. in that movie. The guy celebrating a birthday today, Ken Jeong. Ah. <laughs> Do you watch the Mass Singer show? He's on that. He's one of the panelists on there. I can't stand that show. <laughs> well, I'm sorry I brought all of this up. I'm just here trying to soften my image. <clears throat> yeah, I know. You're not doing so good at it, actually. <laughs> I, 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 I guess not. <laughs> but I try. No, you and are a really good guy. You know, that's the thing, is that, you know, you you sometimes are, you know, a little rough. But you, you know what? You're, you're, you're a really, really, really good guy. Everybody who knows you says that. Wow. That's Maybe true. not everybody. I was going to say, who are these people? <laughs> I find that difficult to believe. There are some uh, former people who used to work at our former station that may not say that. But other mm. than that, I think everybody else loves you. Yeah, and I'm probably in the book of one of those people because he just released it this week. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the one of those people I was thinking yeah, of. That's yeah. right. I, to be honest no. with you. Exactly right. <laughs> Here's the thing. The people that you like, Robbie, are the people that you are a really good friend to. If you don't like them, it's not good. That's not true. I'll call anybody back. I really will. No, you won't. No. If the guy that wrote the book called me, I would call him back because I would have to know what he wanted. <laughs> and then, I'd, then I'd immediately call Nolan and be like, guess who called me? Guess who called me? <laughs> You're not going to believe it. <laughs> what did he want? <laughs> it's he said. 
She said with Robbie and Rochelle. Yes, and brought to you once again by our friends at Ashley Home Stores. Why wait? Shop Ashley's Black Friday in July going on right now. Financing options as slow. It's 49 bucks a month plus free delivery at Ashley. I said you needed to use all of your senses today. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have your sense of sight, your sense of hearing. How about your sense of smell? Okay. What, and let's not forget the sense of taste. So put them all together. What smells better than it actually tastes? <laughs> okay. <laughs> a candle? It's funny, candle comes first. Now, of course, you wouldn't eat a candle, but sometimes they, they, oh. they smell like birthday cake or they something do. like they that. They do. They smell. You know, I have this thing. I love candles. They're, yeah. one of my, they're one of my guilty pleasures. I love buying candles. I like the house to smell good. And you love me more now that we've got a pet because he stinks. <laughs> yes, I do. And I love them because now you don't mind them as much because he does stink. It's it's I, I didn't ever not like candles. Yeah. My issue was that when I was living by myself as a bachelor, I was afraid that I'd forget the candle. I'd get drunk and pass <laughs> out face first in the bathroom floor, and then I'd burn my condo down. That That's was my fair. fear. That's okay? fair. No, but I I will not buy a candle that smells like food because it makes me hungry. But that's not true. We've done that. Like I said, we've had candles that smell like ice cream and cake at, and that kind of thing. At Christmas time, that's generally the only time I'll buy like a cookie smelling, but they, they like they have the apple pie ones, they have the chocolate chip cookie, they have the coffee ones. What's wrong with that? Because then it smells like you've been I'm, in the kitchen I'm, baking I'm, all it day. It makes me hungry. I smell it. But but you don't have no pie, so it's good. But but I know how to make a pie, and so I got to have a pie Smells like pie. Looks like a pie. I better make a pie. Yeah. What what is the scent we have on the kitchen table right now? Because I know you have one there, and it smells nice, but I'm not sure what it would be called. It's called Island Margarita. Oh, Oh, so so those are no problem. Apple pie, oh, you know, I'm going to be hungry. Got to tempt yeah. yourself with a margarita. Though. Yeah, island margaritas. That okay. seems to be one of the uh, overriding themes of today is margaritas. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they keep coming up, but why not? Is there some? You know, I like uh, the smell of uh, you know, the outdoors. You know, like freshly cut grass yeah. or mulch. Mm-hmm. I talk about mulch. I love yeah. that smell of oh, we've just planted a tree and made a little flower bed. That would not taste yummy, but it would taste horrible, right? Yeah. So, is there a smell? It smells better than it would ever possibly taste. Kind of a weird thought, right? Mm-hmm. You're he said. She said. 732-774-4444. Please call us. Uh, all lines are open right now. 774-4444. You can text the very same number. or do it on Facebook. Those are next. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. Also on 99.7 FM and on the Boss app. It was down in Manahawken on 99.7 FM. Our southern signal that uh, Diana was a big winner yesterday with Uncle Ross Britton. Picked mm-hmm. up 150 bucks. Secret celebrity number two was, if you missed it, Amber Heard. You can't help but turn your nose up when I even mention her name. (laughs) Well, she's in the news, so that's kind of a fun secret celebrity to pop up. Mm -hmm. 150 bucks for uh, Diana in uh, Manahawken yesterday, correctly identifying Amber Heard. That's right. You did it again. I did. (laughs) You turned up the whole side of your nose. I don't need to. It's just like a natural reaction. Secret celebrity number three (laughs) is, well, that's up to you to figure Mm. out. We'll play it again for you, the little clip of the uh, voice. Uh, before 9 o'clock, then at 9.10 this morning, another chance to play for the cash. We get our first cash jackpot. We'll start at a cool 50 buckaroos, and it just keeps going up and up and up with every guess until we get a winner. 9.10, next chance, and we'll, again, we'll play it in just a few. Secret celebrity number three. Meanwhile, we got a he said. She said. Smells better than it could possibly taste. Think about this. Smells better than it tastes. How would you answer that? We just got a phone call here. Uh, someone said they didn't want to be on the air, but just uh, give their answer. They said sauerkraut. Oh, that was a good one. Hmm. See, that's... Coleslaw, kind of similar deal. See, sauerkraut is... I like sauerkraut, but it smells very sour to me. I don't know that... 
I don't know that I. it smells better than it tastes. That's almost one that I think it tastes better than it smells. <laughs> Honestly, because I do like the taste, and it's really good with a corned beef, and, yeah. you know, it kind of mellows the meat out, but I think it smells by itself. If you ever cook sauerkraut in your house, your house is going to smell like that for, like, a long time. We just had a little conversation about the other day because we were having a, a burger, and you put uh, horseradish on it. You mm-hmm. said, hey, do you like horseradish? I said, I don't like yeah. horseradish. But I will say, you smell it, and it, it probably smells a little better than it tastes because it burns. It has more of a bite than you would think See, it's See, I do. love the taste of horseradish, too. So I, But I like spicy. Like the smell, it kind of has, you know, that kind of... It, sm- it smells like relish or it, something, it but then you bite it, you go, oh, your nose a little bit. Man, it just, <laughs> just snaps at your tongue like it's mad at you. Yeah, a little bit. We got a text from 7442 that said, I know this is crazy, but I love the smell of gasoline, but I'm never going to taste it. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> smells better <laughs> than it tastes. I'm sure that would be true of just about every Ralph Lauren Polo cologne. <laughs> How about we go to line number three? Hey, I think uh, Scotch definitely smells better than it tastes. Say that again? Scotch. Oh, Scotch. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Because, you know, a lot of people don't like that uh, that burn you get when you breathe it in in your nose, you know? Right. But I love the taste of it, so it works for me. You mm. got a couple more over there? Linda said, coffee, I love the smell but hate the taste. Huh. That's, here, like, Starbucks, when you go through the drive-thru and they open that window, yeah. it just, like, wafts at you and it smells so good. Even if you don't like coffee, it does, it really smells amazing. The thing I don't understand is even if you don't like coffee, don't you need something to wake up in the morning? No, some people just don't. I mean, caffeine is a vice. You don't need that. Well, I just don't. <laughs> I just don't understand that. But I was given. I need something to wake up and something to go to sleep. I was given coffee in a bottle, so I don't. <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> and Jacob said cat food or those bacon begging strips. They smell amazing, but yeah, you don't, don't taste. You don't want to do that. Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. That really should be a no brainer, mm. but. Call, you can text same number or get us on Facebook. It smells better than it tastes. That's he said. She said. More next. By the way, I had a uh, question for Nick here. If Nick sounds even more articulate than usual this morning, it's because he went and got himself a, uh, a teeth cleaning yesterday at the dentist. And I don't know what that dentist did, Nick, but somehow you're speaking even more eloquently this morning as the words roll off your tongue. I'm about to, to speak in, like, old English or something and, and uh, upset that a little Hear ye, hear ye. It's you know, Nor'easter, Nick. <laughs> yeah, a couple weeks ago when we were together at the Hard Rock, we had dinner. We were talking about all kinds of things, and uh, one of the subjects was uh, teeth and, and going to the dentist and my uh, crazy fear of it. So... I've spent the past year or so like working myself up and hyping myself out um, about needing like my teeth pulled out or a root canal because, you know, people always just jump to the most extreme situation. You look on, uh, you know, Reddit or WebMD and all of a sudden you're dying. Uh, so, th- you know, that's what was in my mind. And it- it's funny because in-, in the world of weather, I always tell don't do your own research because you're going to be uh, led astray in-, in many situations. So I didn't take my own advice. So I, I walk in and uh, first of all, the staff is just ridiculously friendly and they want to take selfies with me and have me sign autographs. Now, I'm here all clammy and pale and I'm thinking to my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, can this just end? You know, I- I'm nice to everybody, but I'm terrified I'm dying and these people are... Uh, just around me, just smiling and laughing and all that kind of stuff. I, I kind of felt like that scene from uh, uh, a Christmas Story where the Santa's like pushing you down the, uh, the slide and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. anyway, they did the scans and then the doctor comes in and says, what makes you think you have uh, uh, a cavity? And I, I said, well, I have a brown dot on my tooth. And he's like, that's just a stain. You need a, a teeth cleaning. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. And so, that was it. I'm, I'm not a dentist. Anyway. 
I, I, I'm glad I'm a better weather man. Well, thank you for the update. I'm glad everyone see you. I don't want to say we told you so, but, you know, we told no. you so. And by the way, thank God everyone got Nor'easter Nick's autograph. That's the important thing there, so. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. You definitely don't want to leave without getting Nick's autograph. We're brought to you by our friends at uh, Ashley. Why wait? Shop Ashley's Black Friday in July for financing options as low as 49 bucks a month plus free delivery at Ashley. This is home, you know. Smells better than it tastes. It smells mm. better than it tastes. We've had some interesting answers this morning. Got a text from 7741 that said, I accidentally applied deodorant like you would chapstick. Seriously, don't do it. It smells better than it tastes. How would you accidentally do that? My guess is they probably had one of those new... They, they have new ones that come in like these rounded sticks that almost look like a fat chapstick. I mean, you half awake in the morning? That's going to be what it uh, is. Sure, sure. I can absolutely understand. I, mean, I can almost better understand using the Preparation H instead of the Colgate by accident. Yeah, I don't know. You. I kind of like the smell of the Preparation H, by the way. <laughs> it's not a terrible smell. It smells very fresh. Same with the Bengay. I kind of like that smell. That's a good one. Yeah. The, the Icy Hot or the yeah. Bengay. They smell very minty. All those minty. Uh, back rubs. Yeah, they kind of have a nice eucalyptus. Definitely kinda. wouldn't uh, try to taste any of that. Mm. Jim said every grocery store bakery's chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. What's that weird smell when you, you stick your head in the... Uh you know, in the fridge or in the frozen food aisle. Mm. You know, they get like... It's, freezer burnt I think smell? there's just... Well, maybe freezer burnt or sometimes just too many uh, food smells all mixed together and it yeah. turns into a lousy smell. It's like when you mix every other color, you get kind of like that poop brown, you know? <laughs> you don't want that. No, you don't you want You can do that. the same with smell if you get too many things going in the freezer. Hey, Carla, this is, this is really interesting. She said movie theater popcorn. It tastes good, but it definitely smells better than it tastes. Yeah, that's the smell of them making $45 on your popcorn. Yeah, you know, I, I love movie theater popcorn, but I might have to agree with her because every time I get it, I, ha I want it. As soon as I walk in, I'm like, oh, my God, it smells so good. I've got to get it. And then I have like three handfuls, and I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm out. It's like 4D radio today using all your senses. What <laughs> smells better than it tastes? We've enjoyed hearing your answers, and we will share some more. If you want to text 774-4444 anytime, that's the text connect. Or on the 1071 The Boss Facebook, just answer under the little graphic we posted for you. 